0: The Smash Daily Podcast, weekdays four to six on 107.1, The Big Z, radio for the Riverbed. I've
1: been around the way, I've been around the block. I got the keys to the city, if the gates are locked, and a freak
2: locked me in.
3: Ten minutes at four o'clock. What's going on, anyone and everyone that might happen to be alive at this particular point in time? Big shout out to those listening in the spirit world and a huge howdy to the high holy three triple J. I love you, man. Oh, man. Well. It's kind of like how stupid can you be? Oh, by the way. Hi. How stupid can you be? All right. You're a multimillionaire. You're a kid. You're in your early 20s. And you playing for Major League Baseball. In this particular case, the Toronto Blue Jays. And, and you're stupid. You're stupid. You jeopardize your career on, on stupidity like what this dude did here. This is the catcher. Reese is his name. I can't remember his last name. Well, you should have written it down, shouldn't you smash? No, no, we're just talking. Am I supposed to remember everything? What am I, Mr. Dictionary? gun at somebody. Who am I, the Yellow Pages? I don't think so. This guy, catcher for the Toronto Blue Jays. Now, this was, happened back in, like, February. But they're getting ready to to hit it courtside this time. See? And anyway, uh, well, this guy was in a parking lot near the Toronto Blue Jays training camp. Now, he's got himself an apartment right next to the training camp, Get ready for the baseball season. Back then, we didn't know of the COVID. And instead of doing this in the privacy of his own crib, this guy decides to go to the parking lot at some <laughs> strip mall. And here's the story. This is, by the way, this is kind of like, when you get the story, this guy was in a strip mall, in a car by himself, being jolly, shall we say, and uh cops busted him. Some people saw him doing his thing, and the cops busted
1: him. We get
4: called here today for your white SUV. Did you know that people were calling i didn't okay when did we get here i probably was here maybe 10 minutes before you guys Got so you. when i pulled up there was a car to my left no one was in it there was no car in the right lane or in the right stall okay. and by the time i saw you guys i realized there wasn't there, and that, that i assume was the person who probably looked through the window so whenever the car pulled up there you didn't know that they were watching you? No. Doing what you were doing? No, I did not. Okay, and when did you realize that, that people were here other than like, us knocking on the window? Uh, I didn't, I was just, I was in the car, and then at one point I was just, I, I kind of was checking to make sure no one was looking, like no one was around me, and then at that point I kind of got spooked when I saw you, there, and then I realized what an idiot, what a dumb place to be hanging out, you know? Okay. I mean, if you if you're down at an apartment next to the stadium, why would you come to a parking lot just to masturbate? I just I don't know. I mean, like like are you staying with other people at the apartment or? There is, yeah, I don't know. Okay, and is it like a weird situation where you, you feel it's like it's like it's like a studio, so it's just, yeah. Okay, but you feel but like that wasn't the reason why. I don't know. I just decided hard and I don't know. Okay. All right. Um, I'm not sure what goes on from here, but as far as you know, I I realized that I made a mistake of having my pants down and doing what I was doing. And I mean if there's any way I can, you know, just really learn from it, I, I feel like hopefully no one's harmed in, in what they saw. But I really I really am all apologi- all I, know I Okay. All right. I'm going to refer to the call. Uh, um, officer? Is, yep. is there any, I mean, is it is it for sure going to court kind of thing, or?
3: <laughs> they can shut the door on this goofball. Pretty astounding. Thank you, Mr. Jenkins. i tell you what, man. This is, what, this is what makes me mad about the whole thing. This guy. He's a catcher for the Toronto Blue Jays. It's like, hey, pal. You gonna make making one season more than me and even more people than me is going to make in our lifetime. And you got to go play with yourself in the parking lot? Astounding. Somebody like that, they kick him out of the game. I don't know. What would you do? You own the baseball team. You got to have what's called, you know, civic credibility, meaning you got to look good in the community. And you over here, your catcher. (laughs) I'm just thinking things. So your catcher uh, winds up getting popped by the cops because he's, you know, i tell you what, man. I don't get it. But here's what we're going to do. As is always, I'm not going to let that hold me back. All right? not going to let that hold me back at all. I'm going to go ahead and play, as is always, try to, you know, change the mood and be a happy-go-lucky type of guy. Play a happy-go-lucky song in the first part of the Smash Daily Show, be it Monday through Friday. All right? And with that in mind, there's a moral here to this guy getting busted for playing with himself one thing you should always remember no matter whether you're a professional catcher or whatever you are it's one rule when you're doing this thing publicly you don't do it publicly why you can't touch this
1: you can't touch this you can't touch this not publicly can't touch this.
3: Not publicly.
1: My, 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 can't my music hits me so hard. It makes me say, oh my lord, thank you for blessing me. When I mind you round and do like this it good. When well, you know you're down. A super dope homeboy from the Oaktown. And I'm known as such. And this is good. Uh, you can't touch. I told you, homeboy. You can't touch this. Yeah, that's how we living. And you know you can't touch this. Look at my eyes, man. Can't touch this. Yo, let me bust my funky lyrics. Touch this. Fresh new kids and bands. You got it like that. Now you know you want This. Give me a song or
3: And that's a little song I got to send out from Smash Daily to Reese, whatever his last name is, the catcher for the Toronto Blue Jays. Busted. Playing with his little daddy. Out there in the park, light of some strip ball. Can't touch this, man. Not there. Right? gone it. What's wrong with people? Okay. I, I'll, I'll pull away from that. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> anyway, another uh, order of news. How about Mike Tyson going to get back in the ring again? <laughs> I tell you what, it is, is unfortunate in the, in the fight game when there are not champions of a stature that you can tout. And you got to go back to Mike Tyson. And he's going to take on Roy Jones Jr. Now, Roy Jones Jr. was badass in his day, as was Tyson. So it'll be interesting to see how that kind of fight goes because Tyson is a whole lot smaller than what he used to be. I would imagine he still packs a major punch, but he's a whole lot smaller than what he uh, used to be. And I guess part of that used to be is the training and and or steroids or whatever the case may be. Roy Jones Jr. has always been kind of like an upper-middle type of weight Dude, So when this all comes down, it'll be something. Now, this DMZ, I think it is, one of these news services, uh, one of the things they do magnificently, just brilliantly, is the way they chase down people. I remember they chased down my uh, son, Abraham. He's an actor out there in uh, Hollywood. And they chased him down for some part that he was doing in a movie. It was pretty funny. I watched it. And anyway, they chased down. Mike Tyson.
5: I am so excited to see that you're back in the game, man. How does it feel?
6: I feel wonderful.
5: Yo, you know, you're a true knockout artist. Everybody wants to know, is this going to be a knockout, a Mike Tyson knockout fight?
6: Hey, if the opportunity comes, I'm always looking for it. What, what round are we talking? Uh, the round, hey, we have to come and see. All
5: right, you know, because, you know, George Foreman was saying he's a little worried that one of you guys might get hurt in there. Like, what do you have to say to George?
6: I don't know. He wasn't worried about getting hurt when he went on his tour of coming back. Right. And fighting. So don't worry about us, and tell Judge I love him for caring.
5: Oh yeah, that's absolutely, you know, this is a a big time training that you gotta do. It's an intense training program, but I also know that you love You know you love to smoke weed have you had to give that up in order to do the training
6: hey listen my my total dedication is to fighting right now and doing this exhibition i'm prepared to go eight rounds and i'm going to show the world
5: everybody's excited about this you've got so many top-notch celebs are excited about this have you been training with any any big-name fighters or anything like have you talked to floyd mayweather or anything like that
6: hey listen i just went on my journey to go on this mission and um, a lot of people giving their comments which I'm very grateful for. But um like I said before, um destroyed, I'm looking forward to the capture of my glory. Thank
5: you. Absolutely. You're gonna be on top of the fighting game again?
6: Hey, I'm looking forward to you finishing these exhibitions and helping these charities out, which I'm looking forward for. to. Right. That's what I'm pretty much embracing and embarked on, but the fighting game is what I'm about and hurting people. Is what Absolutely
5: I'm and happy. you know enjoy when George says he's worried when are you gonna get hurt? Is it are you are you more concerned about Roy getting hurt in this fight than than you?
6: I'm not concerned we're both professionals, we know how to handle ourselves. Right. And what happens happens.
3: I'll tell you what, I ain't done pay per view in years, guys. It's just expensive. I might pay per view on that. Just to see what these old codgers are gonna do. And the crazy part about it is that neither of them are as old as me. But see what these old codgers are gonna do. So Bravo number one. They're raising money for charity. Part of the money goes to charity. And then uh, they're making millions for themselves. Mike Tyson is a carrier pigeon developer and salesman in Las Vegas. I don't know if you knew that. But he trains carrier pigeons and houses them. His backyard, they showed his backyard, is just pigeon cages and pigeon cages and pigeon cages and he's all happy and everything. So, anyway, and you know what's cra- crazy? Remember when he first got that, that tattoo right on the outside of his, his eye socket? Everybody thought he was nuts now. Common, no big thing. So, Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr., that should be a magnificent fight when the time does come. Tell you what, the time has come. They made a decision as to how it's going to play as far as all the culture out there on the river is concerned. I'm going to tell you about that. Doug Jenkins will be here to tell you about that upon return. Smash Daily it is. You got it on WBGZ. Smash with you right here. Appreciate you listening to WBGZ. Well, Doug Jenkins told me about this when I came in a little bit earlier. This was unfortunate news, but it's kind of like you expected it in a way also. The Liberty Bank Alton Amphitheater. It's not amphitheater. It's Amphitheater. Thank you. Commission has announced that the expo and all other events that are planned for the venue for the rest of this year are cancelito. Forget about it. Ain't going to happen. All right. The commission voted unanimously to scrap the uh, rest of the calendar for 2020. Now, Doug Jenkins spoke with the amphitheater commission chairman, and that is Robert Steffen. spoke with him. In fact, just a few moments ago, it had to be a tough decision uh, to get to this point. But uh, as you mentioned in the press release, uh, the decision was kind of
0: made for you, wasn't it? Correct. In many ways, these decisions have been made for us. By the regulatory authorities, whether it's the Department of Labor inspecting amusement rides, or the Health Department not currently currently issuing food permits, which are what most food vendors at the amphitheater need before we allow them to operate.
3: So, uh, what happens? Uh, what happens in the future? Are we just uh, waiting to see, um, waiting to see if uh, the uh, COVID nineteen is gone by next year? Are, are, are you already uh, planning ahead for next year, or is that on hold right now?
0: So regardless of the restrictions from the regulatory authorities, with cases in the region where they are, we felt it was simply not a good idea to host events that could draw thousands or even hundreds of people. And we have consulted with the health department in our agreement with them that any event with the potential for a large crowd right now is not safe until numbers go down. So as it relates to 2021, we are planning for our regular annual events, the food truck festival the fireworks, the expo, all of those events, as well as some concerts. But we're going to need to see these numbers go down, and we'll work with the health department and the Illinois Department of Public Health to make sure we're not putting on a large event, because many of our events draw sometimes thousands of people. The Food Truck Festival can be anywhere uh, from five to 7,000 people. The expo can be upwards of 10,000 people. The concerts themselves, the Nelly concert was just a little shy of 4,000 people. And so right now, if the cases are going to be that high, we're going to have to see them come down until we're ready to put on those types of events. But yes, we will continue to plan for 2021 and hope that as a community, we start to see everybody doing their part to keep these cases down so that we can put on these events that everybody enjoys.
3: I'll tell you what, those are magnificent events. I've been to a few of them, played a few of them. In fact, by myself and or with Smash Band. But, man, that's unfortunate. But at the same time, I, there's nothing really you can do. There's no argument to it or anything. But thanks to Doug Jenkins. Man, I tell you, Doug Jenkins is on top of the game here in this town. And, of course, the AltonDailyNews.com. You can find more stuff from Doug. And, of course, he does the news here with me and various other times here on WBGZ. But that guy knows the River Bend and knows how to work the riverbend and thus we keep the riverbend informed as to what is happening and what is happening right now is we got to be thinking about getting those kids back to school guess who's getting some class
2: I'm going to college Whoa. Rodney Dangerfield's going back to school that's what I call marine biology hey boys here's a couple of pens in case you learn how to write okay <laughs> I used to dream about going to college. This is the way I always pictured it. Wait a When did you dream about going to college? When I used to fall asleep in high school. Here's a book on sex education. Let me see that. The world's oldest living freshman. Well, he left out the most important thing. Where to get it? Say it! Say it! Good teacher. <laughs> He really seems to care about what I have no idea. Yeah, a little something for the kids, okay? Take that, it's okay, huh? I
1: don't have any kids.
2: No, kids, we're here. Get yourself some kids. We're here, take it all, all right? What a woman. She is the teacher. I know, I like teachers. Do something wrong to make you do it over again. What do you say you and I have dinner tonight?
4: Actually, I'd like to join you, but I have class tonight. Why
2: don't you call me sometime when you have no class? He's not just the big man on campus. Hey, folks, it's on me. Shakespeare for everyone, okay? Uh, you too, honey. Ooh, I like to tame your shrewd. He's the wildest man on campus. Ah, shake it up, baby! Say when. Right after this drink. <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield, back to school. Baby. Come on, baby. Come on, I'll work it all <laughs> out.
3: And now, return to a quieter time. era right there school days are on baby time is up school year is here what you going to do kids going to school kids going to get virtually taught teachers they want to teach
7: it's back to school season and many of us are preparing for a school year like no other figuring out how to educate our children during a pandemic while some teachers are eager to get back others are fearful of what the future holds I'm
3: just scared. I just have a lot of unanswered questions. Don't
7: get me wrong. I want to go back if
3: everything was normal, you know, like if I knew I didn't have that fear of getting sick.
7: Parents, too, have similar concerns as districts ask them to decide whether they want to send their children back into the classroom or stay home, opting for virtual learning instead. It's a stressful decision to say the least. Despite the spread of coronavirus, teachers and medical experts say classroom learning is best. Traditional learning
3: has not been happening, you know, according to the standards that needs to be taught. We are recommending that where possible um, that people do return to -to face-to-face learning,
7: but only if you feel it's safe, says Dr. Shirley Ratner, a clinical psychologist at MetroHealth, a decision you should base on guidelines your district puts in place.
1: These are times where it's perfectly acceptable to be
3: asking a lot of questions. These are unprecedented times. So ask questions and make sure that you get clear answers on what the schools are doing
7: and plan for the unexpected. Having a plan B can help reduce the amount of stress that comes with your decision
3: planning for different scenarios and different models and being flexible is very, very important.
7: The important thing to remember is that there is no right answer and there will be people who disagree with you. You just have to make sure you're making the best decision for you and your family, understanding that things may change later. School
0: looks different this year. However, I noticed a familiar scene as I walked the halls. Teachers were excitedly preparing their classrooms, decorating their walls, and sorting through materials.
4: The problem is, for example, this afternoon I set up my classroom and I set out all the desks. And I know my projected enrollment for the class. And they
0: can't be six feet apart. If and when someone tests positive for COVID-19, they will have to self-isolate for 10 days. Those in close contact will be notified. Rolling closures of classes or schools may be necessary depending on clusters of cases.
3: i tell you what. I think teachers, coming back to the schools, teachers have got to be treated like we, society, treated and treat the health care workers who took care of us at the hospital's when this covid thing really was ramping up to what it is now and staying at what it is now because the teachers got a heavy duty job to do just like the healthcare workers who put their lives on the line really because you're helping somebody and you by chance get the virus well you're putting your life on the line all right now uh, you say well those people they got uh, quick medical access and everything yeah but You don't know how this virus is working. Quick medical access may not be what makes this thing dormant and or go away at least, but at least dormant, laying low so it doesn't become a bother any longer. School teachers are that same kind of lifesaver right there. So these school teachers who are going back, and I understand why they wouldn't because you got a concern. You know, you listen to one group and they say, well, the youngsters, you don't have to worry about them because they don't get the virus like uh, the adults get the virus. Well, maybe they don't, but they get it differently if they get it or if they don't get it. But when they get it, they get it differently. they the kids. So you got somebody in there like a school teacher who's setting up the classroom, looking forward to the kids coming to give the kids the education that will allow their generation to be a whole lot smarter than we. So if and when down the line something like this happens again, somebody's prepared and knows how to handle it, and I ain't complaining about the handling because if we've never seen this before, how do we know how to handle it? You just got to let it flow and go along as best you can. So, again, salute to the healthcare workers. And that's why I'm saying what you got to do, is be very, very proud and thankful for those teachers because I tell you from the beginning, teachers don't get paid enough, all right? Teachers don't get paid enough. I was a teacher for a year, believe it or not. I taught uh, government history at Bloomington North High School. And <laughs> I thought I was a rowdy dude till I got to be a teacher. Those kids were crazed. Anyway, anyway I did that for a year, and that was, uh, that was enough. I went on to become a musician, shall we say, after that, all right? But these teachers, got to hold them in high regard. The ones who will say, yeah, I'll go, and I'll help those kids, and I'll bring them to a a level that will enlighten them to the point where maybe sometime down the line, if this comes along, they'll be ahead of the game so that they don't have to deal with it societally as we have had to deal with it. So bravo, teachers, you know, they're getting paid, and – they don't make enough anyhow, so let's go ahead, give them their shot. If they're taking care of those kids, we treat them just like the heroes that the healthcare workers are, because teachers are heroes, whether the virus is on or not. Taxes are paying teachers' salaries, all right. So the teachers should be teaching anyhow. At least that's the way I'm thinking. That's the way I hear it. You know, who is uh, gonna be taking care of our kids if? We have to go to work. Well, we do have to go to work. So now all of a sudden you got yourself a youngster there. And say, I'm going to give you enough. I'm going to say the kid's 10 years old. All right, got to leave the kid alone at home all day long, 10 years old, and he's going to learn off of some screen. you got to take care of the teachers. you got to protect the teachers from the COVID. you got to deal with the teachers so that they can indeed deal with the students. And if the COVID comes to a student, and it infects, let's say, more, infects the room than you deal with it as, as you deal with it. But kids have got to go back to school. And to me, I go along with all those teachers you heard a moment ago. There's no better school than a teacher right in front of you helping direct class and thus helping direct you correctly. As far as your enlightenment and education is concerned, the opinion expressed here today does not necessarily represent that of any other humanoid existing on the planet at this particular point in time, but I better do. School days, school days, dear.
6: Smash, smash, digging
3: the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash. I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. smash. Smash, smash. I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash. Hey, just real quick, we'll let you know. Smash Daily now has a podcast. I never had a podcast before, but thanks to my man, Cool Low. LL Cool Low. He gets his podcast going and everything. So if you go to Google Podcast, Spotify, iTunes, there you go. Look for Smash Daily. And you got the podcast. Fantastic. I went there last night, man. Pretty cool. Never had a podcast before. Kind of feel like one of the guys now because people have been telling me, you need to get a podcast. Well, I got a podcast. I do the radio. Well, radio's not a podcast. Podcast is different than the radio. Okay. Uh, hey, let me tell you about environmental resources, all right? Now, environmental resources. So what is that? It's what well is any material, service, or information from the environment that is of value to society. Well, society, in this particular case, means of value to you, your family, your friends, your workers, whoever you might have in that particular building, whether it be a house, whether it be a big commercial building, whether it be a, a plant of some sort, Plant meaning like a, you know, chemical plant, let's say. Environmental resources. Asbestos and mold removal. When quality counts, you can count on environmental resources. Customer reviews, five out of five stars, all right? Now, asbestos was widely used in building materials like drywall, uh, plaster, tile, siding, all that stuff. And that was before Uh, the advent of the modern era, let me put it that way, before uh, cutting, demolition, drilling, you better test your materials to ensure that it's safe to remove this stuff on your own because if it's not, you can get a sickness off of that stuff. All right? You don't want that. That's why you call Environmental Resources, 618-471-9119. 618-471-9119. They're out there in, in Wood River, family-owned and operated a number of years, many, many years. When you discover that you got asbestos or mold in your home, in your building, you now have a dirty work champion, let me put it that way, in environmental resources because it's dirty work, asbestos work. And you know mold and mill, that's dirty work, all right? And by all means, you don't want any of the side effects from asbestos fibers flying through the air, floating in the air. So you know what mold and mildew will do? Mess up your breathing and all that. So residential, commercial, industrial, school, chemical plants, your crib, they come, they inspect and diagnose. Attention to detail. Disposal after the removal. Safe environment they provide for you. Young man, Abram, Henson, he'll come to your house, give you no charge on the estimate and no obligation on doing the work. All right? So you make that decision after you talk with Abram, and you got yourself set for the future because you ain't got the hassles that mold and mildew and asbestos can throw your way. Free estimate. All right? No obligation. 618 471 9119. Environmental Resources let's go fire and brimstone baby fire and brimstone here's tom jones well you may run on for a long time
2: run on for a long time run on for a long time sooner or later gotta cut you down sooner or later gotta cut you down Tell you the news, my head's been wet with the midnight dew. I've been down on bending knees, talking to the man from Galilee. My God spoke and he spoke so sweet. I thought I heard the shuffle of angels speak Put one hand upon my head. Ready
3: man right there, Tom Jones. He got the voice. And that's uh, some of that fire and brimstone type of music he used to do back in the old days. He has an album called Praise and Blame. That's what you do with the Lord. You praise him, you blame him. Praise and Blame is the title of the album. That's just one of the songs there. It's called Run On because you can run on for a long time. That's some of the old gospel, fire and brimstone style. And the reason I played that is because like, sooner or later, sooner or later, all right, and it don't matter who you are. You can be one of the highest of the highest when it comes to being a pastor, priest, whatever the case may be. But this is about as stupid as that guy who, in the first break from the Toronto Blue Jays, was playing with himself in the parking lot. It's about that, that stupid. That's well, even stupider. This guy is like a religious type of dude, you know? Liberty University president, Jerry Falwell Jr., Is apologizing for a photograph that was Facebooked, all right? Had him and some lady posing with their pants unzipped. (laughs) This is the president of a university. This is a, quote, unquote, man of God. Now, understand, you know, I mean, I'm a man of God. I cuss and carry on in my own individualistic manner. Don't let it get in the way of nothing, though. But that's my fault, all right? Ain't nobody perfect, but there are a lot of people stupid, and this dude is stupid here. I've seen him on TV a bunch of times. I remember his old man, but this dude is stupid, all right? Him and some lady posing with their pants unzipped. I looked at the picture. A friend of mine turned me on to the picture. I looked at it. I thought, you have got to be asking me. So I'm going to play his explanation here. Jerry Falwell Jr. All right, so the next day after this picture, and why he posted it, I have no idea. After this picture, he gets on some uh, radio station, local radio station out there in Lynchburg, uh, Virginia, I think it is, where Liberty University is, and explains himself. Listen deeply. What was up with that picture on Instagram? You know, it was weird because she, she was so she couldn't get her
4: she couldn't get her pants up. And so I was, like, trying to, like, my, I had a pair of jeans that I haven't worn in a long time, so I couldn't get mine zipped either. So, and so I just put my belly, I just put my belly out like hers. And it was just, um, she's my wife's assistant, she's
6: a sweetheart, and I should never put it up it embarrassed her because, um anyway. <laughs> All right, and so and this is it with this, this TV show, this, this Trailer Park Boys thing. Yeah, yeah? whatever, whatever. It was, the guy, it was the
4: costume party, on the, uh-huh. on, and we, we were on vacation. And anyway, long story short, it was just uh, just just in good fun. That's it. I, I've apologized to everybody, and I promise my kids I'm gonna try to be I'm gonna try to be a good boy from here on out.
3: <laughs> Sad. I know perfection and like. but that's sad and stupid. I've done stupid stuff like that. Stupid, stupid, stupid. I, in a way, feel sorry for this guy, but I don't. It's like, hey, pal. You say that is your wife's assistant. Well, where is your wife? And by the way, who took the picture, right? That's another part of this deal. But he didn't say that. He said nothing about his wife. I would imagine If they got a costume party going on, this yacht, and that's his costume, what's your costume? Uh, It's, uh, I'm about to drop my drawers, or it's, I am pulling my drawers back up, but can't zip them up. People. Liberty University, Jerry Falwell, man, you're trying to put forth an image, carry the standard of the Lord. Nobody can carry it perfectly, of course not. But you don't do stupid stuff like that. You got your pants unzipped with some woman who looks to be half your age. That's my wife's assistant. (laughs) Uh, You know what, man? I'd expel him or eliminate him from being the president of Liberty University, but you can't because their Falwell family founded it. But I'd expel him from that because he's stupid because he put that on Instagram Facebook whatever he put it on and we're supposed to be jovial with that trying to look up to people trying to carry on at least as close to the likeness of the Lord as possible but this dude here mocking it in his own way and I tell you what man i'm looking at the girl here and supposedly she's pregnant and that's why he wanted to show his belly because it kind of like you know sticks out like a pregnant woman's belly his belly was bigger than hers they don't have the picture up anymore i got a a, a shot of it and i just was astounded by it. he since has taken the picture down but i tell you what man See, something like that, then the words to these kind of songs, from the days of fire and brimstone, do run
0: true.
2: Some people go to church just to signify, or trying to make a date with the neighbor's wife. But brother, let me tell you, sure was you born, but you better leave that woman alone. One of these days, mark my words, you think you Gonna work. You'd sneak up and knock on his door. Look out, brother! You knock no more. Run. On.
3: Standing six foot one, weighing... Oh, hey, oh, I- five, cranking out the jams and running his route. Everybody knew he didn't play no crap. The smash. The smash. Big Bad
2: Smash.
6: Smash, smash, digging a smash.
2: Smash,
3: smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash. I'm digging the smash, 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 dig the smash, smash, smash. I'm digging the smash, 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 dig the smash, smash, smash. I'm digging the smash, smash, smash,
2: dig the, the smash, smash, smash. I'm digging the smash. smash.
3: Smash. I tell you what, Smash Daily podcast available to you in case you missed a uh, part of the show. It's on the podcast right there, and the podcast is at Google Podcast. It is at Spotify. And at iTunes. Those are the big three right there. Smash Daily is the title, the name of the podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, iTunes. I thank my man, LL Cool, my man, Cool Low, for taking care of that whole thing. Of course, Commander Vip Jim for setting that whole deal up. Google Podcast, Spotify, iTunes for Smash Daily podcast style.